Hello everyone, welcome again to another time on the prayer experience. Well, I'm not here alone. In fact, I'm not leading the prayers today. We've got someone really special, Diana Lean, from all the way from Tennessee in the United States, and she'll be joining us today. Hello, Diana. Hello. <laughs> How are you? Hold on. I don't think I can hear you very well. Right. Good, good, good. It's really such a joy and a privilege to have you on today. How are you? I'm very well because of Jesus, of course. <laughs> um, I'm so honored to be here. I'm humbled. I'm crying. <laughs> I'm just, I'm thankful. Wow. I'm wow. thankful. Y'all are my family. You've been my family for um, about a year and a half to two years. Um, you popped up on my phone and I immediately felt connected and you're my family and I'm honored to be able to greet you live in person today. Praise the Lord. Thank you. And surprise family. <laughs> you can still see surprise me. everyone see that I feel so connected with. <laughs> I, I remember when you came on the prayer experience. I think that must have been during the lockdown. It was. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And um, it came at a perfect timing when I really needed that. And that's how God is. He's right on wow. time and he's more than enough. Yes. And yes. Um, y'all have been very special to me. Well, if you go, if ever you don't see Diana on the prayer experience, everybody asks, where is Diana? Has anybody spoken with her? So she's been really an integral part of the prayer experience. And it's such a great honor to have her lead prayers today all the way from the United States. And she's a woman of prayer. She's a woman who has God at the center of her heart. And we're just going to, you know, before we start, please share this video. Let's get more people praying in as well. You know, friends, family, loved ones, subscribe to the YouTube channel. We want to see that that subscribe um, subscribing base, you know, go up so we can get more people praying, you know, just a few minutes to come away from the business of the day to spend some time praying. You can connect with us live as well. As we're praying, you can leave a comment, a prayer request, a testimony. And if you like someone to speak with you, we do have a hotline that's available. It's a UK landline, but you can dial in from wherever you are um, in, in the world. Now, I'm going to turn this over to Diana, and she's going to lead us in um, Thanksgiving and the rest of the session. Okay, I'm going to lead everyone into Thanksgiving um, with a scripture in the book of Psalms 136, 1 through 2, the King James Version. It says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Oh, give thanks unto the God of gods, for his mercy endureth forever. What I love about that scripture is it says that God is good. And for me in my life, it changed everything when I learned that God was good. I grew up in uh, traditional churches, which is very common for the location I'm in. 
And we heard a lot of things about God that wasn't true. Um, we heard that God would do harmful things to you if you messed up, uh, that he was responsible for bad things that happened in your life. And it caused me to question God, um, to not trust God. But when I learned that God's word, the Bible, that it was his spoken word, that it was his will to us, and I learned the integrity of God's word, I, I, I got a revelation that my father is good because if an earthly father can be good, how much more can our heavenly father be good? So knowing that God was good, it changed everything. Uh, it caused me to be able to trust him and to know that my future was not questionable, but that my future was good. So um, let's, let's go into Thanksgiving together. Let's thank the, the Lord for his goodness and his mercy. And we all know that his mercies are new every morning. So we're starting a new, a new work week, a new week. And um, today can be marvelous Monday, not a mundane Monday, but marvelous Monday, not manic Monday, but today is marvelous because we have a good father and he takes care of us. Every good and perfect thing comes from our father. There's no darkness in him. There's no shadow of turning in him. He's only good. The Bible says, uh, taste and see that the Lord is good. So let's enter his gates with thanksgiving for his goodness and his mercy endures forever. Father, we come to you this morning, or it's morning in the United States. Father, we come to you this day at this moment, and we're gathered together. It's a beautiful thing to be able to come together to give you thanks for your goodness and your mercy. And Lord, we just uh, set aside this time, and we just focus on you and we want to thank you that, that we're alive and that we're well and that we are very blessed. Father, you've been very good to us. Uh, Father, you have um, given us everything that you could possibly give us through Jesus. How much more could you do? I mean, you've done everything. So, Father, we just simply come to you and receive your goodness and your mercy. Lord, we qualify for your mercy. We qualify for a savior. You knew that we needed Jesus and you gave him to us. And Father, we thank you for him. We thank you that in him is life and life more abundantly. That's why he came. And we just thank you that today we're not alone. We are uh, well equipped. We have Jesus on the inside of us. He's everything that we need. And we are so thankful and we just start this day, Lord, with, with thanks. And we just praise you for this time uh, together and for what you're going to do. And, and we just thank you again in the name of Jesus. Amen. And now it's time for the inspired word. I'm I want to focus on the goodness of God again. Uh, Psalm 145 verse 9 in the King James Version says the Lord is gracious and full of compassion. He's slow to anger and of great mercy. The Lord is good to all and his tender mercies are over all his works. And I think during the, 
Thanksgiving part just then. I shared all my scriptures about the goodness of God. Uh, it all ties in together. Um, God is gracious. When you look at that, he's, he's gracious. He's full of compassion. I mean, if you're full of something, there's no room for anything else. So he's full of compassion. He's slow to anger. He's of great mercy. And the Lord is good to all. And his tender mercies are over all of his works. God is good to everyone, no matter what. And his tender mercies are over all of his works. Let's reflect on that for a moment, that God is, he's good. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. How can anyone know of the goodness of God unless they taste and see? How can I know that something tastes good if I don't try it? So you, you may be, um, you may not be a Christian. You may not know how to taste and see that the Lord is good. It, it starts with a yes. It starts with an okay. Uh, you just go to God and say, Lord, I, I don't, I don't understand it, but sure, I'll try it and let him do the rest. Um, really, Jesus has done everything for us that could possibly be done. He did the hard part. He was made a curse for us so that we could be redeemed for the curse. It's our part just to say amen and to believe. Uh, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. So how can one hear if no one is sent? And how can one believe unless they, they hear the truth? So the gospel message is to all of us. And we just have to say yes to it. Just put it in God's hands and let him take care of all of it for us. So... Now that we've reflected on the goodness of God, let's pray into that. Um, I don't really know that we have a complete revelation of the goodness of God. I think for me, I would live a whole lot differently if I realized the goodness of God in my life. I, I know that I have so much more to learn and so much more to um really know about God. So let's pray in that direction that we would have a revelation of the goodness of God. Father, we come to you today in the name of Jesus, and we thank you for your inspired word. It is your, your very heart. It is your will. It is your plan, your purpose, and it's perfect. And Father, um, you know, it's good news. It's good news. What is, what is good news to someone that's sick? The good news to someone that's sick is by the stripes of Jesus, you were healed. What is um, good news to someone who is lacking? The good news is that God supplies your needs according to his riches and glory. Father, your word is full of goodness, richness. Father, give us a revelation of your goodness. Show us your very nature that you're full of compassion and you're merciful, you're kind, you're loving. Father, show us your very heart. And Father, do a work in our hearts and in our minds that we would receive and really, really know who that you are. Because when we know who you are, when we taste and see 
that the Lord is good. Your word says that it's your goodness that causes us to repent. Uh, and, and repent is to change the way that we think. And when we think differently, we act differently. So, Father, we are asking you today to give us a revelation of your very heart and your goodness toward us. And in Jesus' name, we pray and ask that. Amen. Now let's go into prayers for the church. And we're going to go to the book of John, chapter 8, verse 33 through 36 in the King James Version. It says, they answered him, we being Abraham's seed and were never in bondage to any man. How sayest thou, ye shall be made free? Jesus answered them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whosoever committeth sin is the servant of sin, and the servant abideth not in the house forever, but the son abideth forever. If the son therefore shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. And the Bible goes on to say that you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. So we know that Jesus himself is the truth. He is the word of God. He was the word of God that was made flesh and dwelt among us. So you can't separate Jesus from the truth. He is truth. And when you know truth, the Bible says that the truth will make you free. So Again, if you don't know Jesus, you can know him, have a personal relationship with him, and he can make you free by knowing him. Again, he, he is the word of God. Um, he, is, he is truth. He is, he is the very book of the Bible. You shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. We were always taught um, that just the truth in itself would make you free. Uh, it was quoted, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. But you have to know truth. Truth in itself won't set you free. It's the truth that you know. I can't walk in freedom if I don't know that Jesus has made me free. I can't walk in health if I don't know the truth concerning my health, if I don't know that by the stripes of Jesus, I was healed, then I still may be wondering if it's God's will for him to heal me. It's the truth that I know that makes me free. So let's pray into that. Um, that we would, again, have a revelation of Jesus, that we would know him through the scriptures, that we would know him by the Spirit, but that it would be more than just a head knowledge, but it would be a heart knowledge, that we would really know him. Um, and again, when, we, when our minds are renewed to the truth, then we can walk in that. Um, when you... When you know something to be true, then you can you can walk in that. So let's let's pray into that together. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus, and we thank you again for giving us your son Jesus, who is truth. 
And we pray, Father, that you would give us a revelation. Paul prayed that in Ephesians 1 for a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Jesus. So, Father, that's what I pray, that we would have a true knowledge, a heart knowledge of who Jesus is so that we can walk in victory. We can walk in health. We can walk in peace. When we know the truth in these areas, Father, we can walk in victory. Uh, we don't need to uh, be wondering. We don't need to be guessing. We don't need to waver. We don't need to be double-minded. So, Father, I pray today that we would truly know Jesus. Um, Lord, I know there are people watching that, or will be watching, that don't know you. But Father, I, I pray for them that they would know you, but I also pray that we as believers would truly have a revelation of you and your word so that we can walk this out uh, in our lives every day, that it's more than just conversation. It's more than just confession, but Father, that it's reality in our lives. And that's what I pray for us today in the name of Jesus. Amen. And next, we're going to go into prayers for the nations. And the verse that came to me was John 3, 16 in the King James Version. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Now, in the last few years, uh, something that really stood out to me about this verse is the part that for God so loved the world. We know, again, that God gave Jesus. He gave everything for us. Everything that we would ever need was given through Jesus. But the reason why he gave Jesus is because he so loved the world. Love is what motivated him to give Jesus to us. And notice, he gave Jesus to the world, not to certain people, uh, not to um, people that were saved because no one was saved. He gave Jesus to the world because he loved the world. So wherever you are in the world, God loves you. He loves you just like you are. So... Uh, let's gather together and pray that we would know the love of God, that the world would know the love of God, that we would show the love of God that we have in us. The Bible says that as Christians, the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. So we have the very love of God in us that we can love other people. We can love our brothers and sisters, but we can also love the world because his love is inside of us. So let's pray today for the nations that they will receive the love of God that he has for them and that they would receive the gift that he has given to them through Jesus. Father, we come together today and we just pray for this world that you love so much, so much that you gave everything for the world. 
Father, we pray that you open the eyes of the nations. Father, that you open their natural eyes and you open their spiritual eyes. That you open their natural ears and you open their spiritual ears. And Father, that you open their hearts. Father, that you open their minds. That we will all know your love. Again, Lord, that, that the world would know your nature, know your heart, your plan, your purpose, that it's good. Father, that there's nothing that the world can offer them, Father, that has life in them. It's like Peter asked Jesus, where else would we go? Because there is no life in anyone else. There is no life outside of Jesus. Father, I pray for the nations that they would realize that there is no life in anything else. Father, direct them to the one who gives life and life eternal. Father, and not just life eternal, but life abundantly here on earth. Father, all of these places that the, the world is going to for fulfillment, for temporary satisfaction, for temporary gain, Father, I pray that you open their senses and help them to realize, Father, that there's, there's no life in that. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that you just remove, remove those, those pleasures, those, those emotions that are attached to the things that the world is offering them. I pray, Lord, that you just remove any, uh, any desires, any, false uh, pleasures, Father, that that they are having. Lord, open their eyes and help them to realize that only life comes from Jesus. And Father, this is what we pray for the nations today, and that we would be lights to them, like a lighthouse, that they would they would go toward, Father, when they are in the raging waters of, of sin. Father, I pray that we would be a true light that they can go to, Father, that they can see hope and they can see that life that is within us and that they would want what we have, that they would taste and see that you are good. Father, we just pray that you would gather the nations together and that they would see truth. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. And now we're going to go into healing prayers. And we're going to read Psalm 107.20. It said in the King James Version, it says, He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. And Psalm 103, verses 1 through 3 in the King James Version, it says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. So going back to Psalm 107, it says he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. So again, he gave Jesus. Jesus is the word. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Notice the word healed and delivered, it's past tense. 
it's something that he already did. He sent Jesus and Jesus healed and delivered. So that's something that's already been done. And then that goes into David speaking in Psalm 103. David is talking to himself and he's telling his soul, which is his mind, his will, and his emotions. You know, that's the part we have trouble with because that's the part that's unrenewed. You know, on the inside, we're already born again. We have the life of God in us. It's no longer us that lives, but it's Christ that lives in us. So on the inside here, it's, it's well, it's good. But this is the part that has to be renewed. And the Bible says that we are transformed by the renewing of our minds. So David is telling his soul, he's saying, bless the Lord, O my soul, and don't forget your benefits. And the first one it lists is who, talking about God, who forgiveth all thine iniquities. Notice that's past tense. He has given all of our iniquities and it says who healeth all of our diseases. So if God has forgiven all of our sins, then he has. And if he healeth all of our diseases, then he has. And he did that through Jesus. Jesus' body was broken so that I could be healed, so that my body could be healed, so my mind could be healed, so my life could be healed. So when you look at that, those scriptures and you see that it's something that's already done, it reminds me of when Jesus hung on the cross and he said, it is finished. So again, what can we possibly do to add to the word of God, to the work of Jesus, than just to simply say amen. I think about when people came to Jesus, he told them, do not be afraid, only believe. That's what he wants us to do. He dealt with the fear first. You know, when you get a bad report from the doctor or your body's crying out to you, fear tries to come in and tell you it's a different way. But Jesus dealt with the fear and fear is a spirit. The Bible says that God has not given you a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power and love and of a sound mind. You know, fear can um, affect your mind, but God has given us a spirit of power and love and of a sound mind. And your mind can be sound when you know what the truth is. Um, so today let's, go to God in prayer concerning healing based on what's already been done. Father, we just come to you in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we thank you that the truth of the matter is that by Jesus stripes, we were healed. And so Father, if we were healed, then we are. And Father, that's based on what you say about us. No, not what the doctor says or not how we feel, not how it looks, Father, but based on what is true. So, Lord, we just thank you also that your word says that the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells inside of us and quickens our mortal bodies. 
Father, your spirit is in us quickening, making alive our mortal bodies, our mortal bodies that we live in. Father, you're dwelling in there and you're making life flow in our mortal bodies. Father, that's the truth of the matter. So based on the truth, Father, we pray today for every person listening, Lord, that we would have a manifestation in our bodies of what is true. Father, because there is life in us, there should be no symptoms. Because there is life in us, there should be no aches and pains and discomforts. So, Lord, based on your word, we take authority over symptoms, aches and pains and discomforts. We take authority over you in the name of Jesus. And whatever's causing you, we command it to be gone. We speak the name of Jesus over bodies and over minds. And we just thank you, Father, that we have been redeemed from all the curse. Your word says that Jesus was made a curse for us and that we are redeemed from the curse. And the Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. So, Father, you've given us a voice. You created us to speak life, just like you spoke light. When there was no light, you spoke light and light was. So if we have to speak your word over symptoms when they're existing in our bodies, then we do that. We do that by faith. Father, we speak the name of Jesus against any sickness and disease. And we thank you that the name of Jesus is above every name. It's above all sickness and disease. Your name is above that. So we say Jesus, we speak Jesus, and we command every symptom to go. And we pluck it up by the very roots, the very cause of it. We command it to go in the name of Jesus. Father, we choose to believe the report of the Lord. And that is that we are healed by the stripes of Jesus and that we are redeemed, and we say so, and we thank you that that is what's true of us. And Father, we thank you that even though there may be facts that exist, Father, we thank you that those facts will never change what you say about us. Father, you will never change your mind that we're not healed. It's already been done. Father, it's already been spoken. It's true, and it's eternal. And Father, we will forevermore be healed because you don't change. Your word don't change. Your mind don't change. Father, it is written for eternity. And we just thank you for the truth that we are healed by Jesus' stripes. And because of that truth, Father, we are expecting it to be manifest in our body. We are expecting good reports. In Jesus' name, I bind any more bad reports from coming to the listeners in the name of Jesus. No more bad reports. Father, we pray that the reports of the doctor will agree with the report of the Lord. Father, I just thank you that your word is true and we can count on it. We can trust you and there's joy and peace in it because it's good news. And we thank you in the name of Jesus. We pray and agree on your word, Father. Amen. Father, we just come to you today in thanksgiving. Father, your word says in Psalm 91 that when we call on you, you answer us. And Father, 
throughout the Bible, you say, um, whatever we ask in the name of Jesus, it would be done to ask and we shall receive, seek and we shall find, knock and it shall be open unto us. Father, we've done our part of asking and we thank you again that Jesus has already done the work. And Father, we just believe that we receive right now in the name of Jesus. That's what faith is. We believe that we receive now before we ever see it, before we ever feel it. And we thank you, Lord, that it's faith that pleases you. So we, we say amen to your word today, Father. Thank you. Thank you all for praying with us. It's been a, a pleasure. Uh, subscribe to the free audio podcast. The prayer experience is back tomorrow at 1 p.m. UK time. Oh